Maybe I'm the one who's changed. More than the others. Yeah. The Outline. World Dispatch. It's Wednesday, December 20th, 2017. I'm Adrian Jeffries. Today on the show, John Christian talks to the psychotherapist who's collecting dreams about Donald Trump. Here's the dispatch. Power. It's an old-fashioned rodeo show. For some reason, Donald Trump appears during a break in the action to address the audience. Suddenly, a beautiful chestnut mare with a single white star on her forehead bursts toward him and tears the blonde hairpiece off his head with her teeth as security tries to catch the horse who's now parading around with the wig in her mouth. The crowd begins to laugh, nervously at first, then with gusto, as they struggle to understand whether what they're seeing is part of the show. That never happened. No, it's one in a growing catalog of dreams about Donald Trump that New York psychotherapist and writer Martha Crawford is collecting on a new blog called 45 Dreams. Writer John Christian spoke to Crawford about her project and what we can glean from dreaming about Trump. So where did you first get the idea for 45 Dreams? Well, um, I've been listening to clients talk about the kinds of dreams that have been activated since the election. Um, I've been noticing, you know, my own and my family members' dreams. Um, And I also spent a lot of time writing about, like, mythology and archetype, and I was thinking about how, you know, there really is this giant, you know, uh, mythos underneath the entire way we're responding to these political times that is really about so many deeply symbolic fears and how we're responding to these symbols collectively that I wanted to figure out a space to create that people could start to listen to that and contemplate that. So I I had the idea on the train going into work last Thursday and, and decided to set up a blog. Why do you think it's valuable to collect dreams about a public figure and, and particularly Donald Trump? Well, I mean, I think, I, I, I think that um, there are dreams that are not, um, dreams are our thoughts in many ways that are simply not structured and not edited and not um, selected. Uh, very often our dreams are kind of compensatory. They, they, uh, they speak the thoughts that we've driven out of our minds during the day. Um, so it, it, it also is a place where sometimes our more intuitive responses and kind of pre-conscious things that we've noticed sometimes emerge patterns. Um, so, you know, it feels important that way for us all to collectively to start to listen to where we are in all of this. But we've moved into such polarized places, and there is so much fear swirling around this presidency, either fears that this presidency is going to be the solution to on that end of the continuum or fears about what this presidency is creating and, and, uh, and destroying that, um, you know, underneath all of the noise around that is just an extreme experience of what people are hoping and what people are fearful of. And, and it seemed like uh, in order to, to understand really what we're reacting to, we had to have some larger conversation about what we hope and fear. How have you been soliciting these dreams? Um, 
I've, you know, simply been posting them, uh, you know, posting calls for them on my Twitter feed and on my um, blog, uh, on my blog Facebook page, um, uh, DMs or comments on the blog, uh, which won't be published. I am just uh, copying and pasting the dream content itself and then deleting the comments. So that gives people the opportunity to post them anonymously. Last night I had a dream about Donald Trump and this dream was about how I was his um, daughter or something like that and we were walking and I saw him outside killing children for some reason and I asked why would he do that. And anyway, me and my family just standing around, you know, just talking. And all of a sudden, I see that Donald Trump is there, which is really weird because, one, I don't live in the United States. I live, like, on the other side of the world. I was in the White House, and um, I was face-to-face -face with Donald Trump. It was like he was talking to me, but he didn't know I was there. Um, if, if I remember correctly, this is what he said. Don't worry, we're going to be here another eight years. The White House lawn could withstand, or something like that, a nuclear attack. And have you noticed any patterns in the dreams you've collected so far? Um, I think there are a lot of different kinds of patterns. I mean, I think there are, um, uh, you know, listen, what, what are we talking? It's a fairly small sample. There's probably about 70 or 80, 90 dreams up maybe on the Twitter feed. Uh, there's maybe 30 at the blog so far. Um, I, I think the clusters that I'm starting to hear are um, a cluster of dreams that are about uh, probably about um, sexual harassment and sexual abuse and, and the same kinds of themes that are emerging in people's lives around Me Too. Um, people, you know, uh, dreaming about uh, Donald Trump in, in the position of, of uh, some abuser that they've encountered, you know, an abuse they've encountered and personifying that in, in, in terms of Donald Trump. Um, there's another cluster of dreams that seem to be extremely apocalyptic. Um, people terrified of um, uh, nuclear war and, uh, you know, again, these are compensatory dreams. I don't know that this any of this means that these are conscious fears that people are walking around with or that the dreamer themselves is walking around with. Although I think that certainly, you know, people are concerned about uh, war with North Korea and, and that's starting to emerge in people's dream lives. Um, I think the other cluster of dreams that's sort of interesting are the people who are surprised by having affectionate feelings towards Donald Trump in their dreams, um, right? Uh, dream, uh, dreams that are things like, uh, I dreamt I was his personal assistant and I woke up horrified. Or um, I was, you know, I was having a very cordial chat with him and when I woke up I couldn't believe that I'd been so nice. Or um, dreams where people are trying to soothe something that they perceive as vulnerable in, 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 the, in the president or, sh or, or even sometimes feed or nurture that. So, um, so I think there, and, and again, I don't have any information about uh, where people sit on the political spectrum around these dreams, and I'm not soliciting that information or, or, uh, or even desiring it, um, but I think those are the kinds of themes that are, are emerging so far. You've alluded to the possibility of a more expansive project that might come at the end of 45 Dreams. Do you have any sense what that might look like? Sure. I mean, you know, I think my initial thought was that, you know, as I'm, I'm, I was working on an essay and I'm working on an essay around, uh, you know, sort of fairy tales and the kinds of guidance and thoughts and processes that fairy tales offer people through times of political turmoil. And I was thinking that initially that this might just feed into an essay. I thought maybe I would just collect, 
you maybe maybe you know some symbolic number, maybe even just 45 dreams, and stop there and and write an essay based on what those themes might be. Um, but um, as I start, I find the as I started, I find the dreams themselves very, very interesting. So, um, you know, ultimately probably what I'll do is uh, at some point um, start to categorize these dreams in terms of, you know, archetypal themes um, and, and start to see what the basic themes are that are running through us as an entire nation and a culture. Um, you know, my hope is that it would sort of also become a place where people can just sort of sit and reflect for a minute on what we're hoping and fearing before we actively just react and, and, and move into reactive spaces. Is it too soon to wonder about Trump's effect on the national psyche or even that of the entire world? Um, uh, you know, I, I, I can say from my experience and my, again, skewed sample, um, there's definitely an effect. I mean, people's level of stress with this um, level of uh, dismantling of uh, social norms and structures, um, you know, whether people think they're positive or negative, changing the homeostasis is an anxiety-provoking um, experience for everybody, the, the population of people that I encounter in my social world and in my professional life are, you know, deeply affected by uh, the stresses of this era. Finally, uh, where can people go if they want to read more dreams about Donald Trump? Sure. The blog is 45dreams.wordpress.com. Um, and the Twitter feed is at 45dreamsblog. John Christian is a contributing writer to The Outline. That's it for The Dispatch. As always, you can catch us here every morning, Monday through Thursday. Just subscribe in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere you find podcasts. I'm Adrienne Jeffries. Thanks for listening. We'll be back tomorrow.